When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay snack challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. All right, what's shaking, Red Nation? This is Jeremy Brenner with another episode of The Dream Shake, presented by The Dream Shake, home of all things Houston Rockets at SBNation.com. And this, yes, it is, we have a W pod on our hands yes sir it's been a while 10 games of losing no more rockets get this win one two one two one ten over the san antonio spurs always great to beat the spears the spears always great to beat the spurs and you know it, the rockets played well tonight there's a lot to talk about uh that's positive for the rockets tonight um you know we had eight players in double figures uh nine players with at least eight points with Asian Knicks adding eight points for him on uh, four of seven shooting from the field. Uh, you know, decent night from a bunch of guys. Uh, love to see Josh Christopher and what he was able to do. But the main guy I want to talk about tonight is Tari Eason. Of course, Tari Eason, the team high 20 and five boards. Once again, I mean, this dude, it just seems like he's getting better. It seems like, you know, the players at this point in the season, they're either plateauing or they are kind of just, you know, we've seen them, but Tari is the one player in my eyes, maybe outside of KJ. I think we've seen a lot of growth from KJ this season, but I think Tari might be more impressive only because, you know, he's a rookie. Um, and we're seeing that that rookie year, you know, there's some progress. And if you want to 
give the coaching staff, the development, uh, uh, some credit. Um, it goes to Tara Eason um, to their progress towards Tara Eason, I should say. Um, I, I really love what I saw tonight. Um, you know, the Rockets, like, they kind of just stuck, they stuck in the game uh, in that half. They didn't let, um, you know, big runs, you know, take take the game into another direction. Um, they were able to, you know, stay with it. And then when they had their chance to make a move, they did. And that was late in that, sec- late in that second quarter. The Rockets scored 41 points in that second quarter, one of the best offensive quarters we've seen from them this season uh, en route to 70 halftime points. Uh, we don't see that a lot from the Rockets nowadays, so it's really nice that they were able to do it tonight. Uh, you know, there's not too many games on the schedule where you're playing a team like the Spurs. There's one tonight and there's one tomorrow. Other than these games, the Rockets are not going to be favored to win very many of the games after this. So it's really good that we were able to get a win in a winnable game for the Rockets. I think that's really, really important. And I mean, look, 13 and 49 versus 16 and 47, or excuse me, 14 and 49 versus 16 and 48. I mean, it's close, but at the end of the day, the top three teams are going to have the same odds for Victor Wembanyama. So to me, this game, it doesn't mean a whole lot, win or lose. Um, but of course you want to win. You don't play the game to lose. You play the game to win. And it's funny coming from me, a guy that hosts the Houston Rockets podcast and has done so throughout the entirety of this rebuild along with my co-pilot, Michael Brown. But hey, you still want to win the game. You play to win the game. And at this point, you know, the Rockets played well enough to win the game today. Uh, in that second half, the Rockets also played very well. But then they got to that point early in the fourth quarter. And they really took over that game with that run in that early fourth quarter. And that kind of put uh, put a bow on all of this. Uh, you know, the Rockets went in that quarter uh, up five. It was a really tight game, but the Rockets were able to kind of, you know, set a boundary early. Um, they got, they had that big run. Um, it was an 8-0 run, and that really put them ahead double digits, and it kind of kept them at, a decent length away, the Spurs and and the Rockets were able to capitalize off of that and kind of cruise from there. The defense in the fourth quarter I thought was pretty pretty solid. Twenty points allowed only in that fourth quarter for the Rockets. Um, good night all around for the Rockets. Um, yeah, I think I think if you look at this game, um, there's a lot to like, and I think you really can't ding many people. I mean. Everyone seemed to put a decent foot forward tonight. Um, there was there was just positive. There was just positives from all these guys, and and it's nice. It's it's a it's a breath of fresh air uh, to see this team kind of where it is uh, now. Just the worst team in the NBA, but not every night are they the worst. Tonight they were not the worst against the Spurs. Should be interesting um, tomorrow um, when they play in Houston. Will the Spurs make many adjustments? Um, we'll have to wait and see. And the Rockets have to prepare for those, those adjustments. Um, to play a back-to-back like this against a team like the Spurs that's struggling, um, it's, you know, you got to take advantage of those wins, like I mentioned. And so, the Rockets also need to be aware of the changes those Spurs might be making and be able to counteract. And I think today in the game, they showed a willingness to, to do that within the game. And I think that was 
um, very, very clutch there, clutch city, no pun intended there. But uh, we do have a couple of our regulars here on Spotify Live here. Uh, we are super appreciative of y'all to spend y'all's Friday night with us. If any of y'all want to come up, hit that speaker request button. Give me some company up here. I would greatly appreciate it. We're going to have too long of a show tonight, probably another 10 minutes or so. I'm actually recording this from uh, my friend's bathroom. Um, you know, I was able to watch a decent amount of the game, um, but I am with a friend tonight, and I didn't want to, you know, do this later when I got home, so I just said, let me sneak away into a quiet room so that I can talk to the people here on the dream take about this Houston Rockets team. Um, but if none of our speakers want to come up again, that offer is open until the end of the show. Um, but I think it's an important uh, message, at least, to talk about uh, what happened with, with John Morant today. So John Morant uh, suspended two games by the Memphis Grizzlies for his Instagram post with him uh, posing with a gun. Um, and this is going to put the Grizzlies in really tough position because they also lost Brandon Clark uh, to a season ending injury as well today. And Memphis, like this is a, this is as good of a team as Memphis has probably ever had. Um, and if they, if they can't keep John Morant in that, you know, keep him on that upward trajectory of becoming a star. Um, and if this, if this inhibits him from doing that, it's going to kill the Grizzlies. Like, like the Grizzlies have built such a strong team and a foundation based off of John Morant. And John Morant has, you know, is maybe one of the most talented point guards in, in recent memory. Like it, it's not just this, this version of the league. And he's supposed, he's, he's on pace to be part of this elite group of point guards uh, for a long time. And it's, it's really unfortunate to see things like this, uh, as a reason why that wouldn't happen. Um, I don't know how much else we're going to talk about on that, but I do have a speaker request from Jim. Uh, as always, we can talk about anything you'd like, Jim, but um, we are a Houston Rockets podcast, so if you want to talk about the Rockets, cool. If you want to talk about something else too, but uh, Jim, welcome to the Dream Take. How are you? Thanks. Thanks, JB. Um, good win tonight. Um, that's Jim, I cannot hear you, my good friend. I can see that your circle is moving, but I cannot see or hear you. That's probably the better way. I can't see or hear you, but um, I I just need to be able to hear you. It's a podcast, bud. But here, let me let me bring you back down and bring you back up. I'm hearing that people can hear Jim in the comments, which is concerning to me. But I did invite Jim back up. Let's see if this works out. Jim, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh my goodness, I cannot hear Jim. That's no bueno. No bueno. Here, Jim, can you hear me now? Let's try this one more time. Okay, yep. that's on me, I can actually. Hear you. My phone was off, but I am I am so sorry. Technical difficulties here on the podcast tonight, but we're back. Jim, what's up? Yeah, so good win tonight. We rarely get to say that. Um, you know, what's what's interesting to watch the rest of the season is, you know, they're not going they're not going to be favored to win pretty much anything and i'm just curious to see how they use these games because i've said from the beginning we we knew this was going to be a losing season but how do you use the games to better 
the pieces you already have? Or, or do you use the pieces to figure out what you have? And I think that, to me, is what's important going forward. It's not about winning and losing because they're going to lose most of them. But Yeah, I'm looking at this schedule now, and they play the Lakers twice. Maybe you'll get a chance to steal one of those. Both of those games are at home. Um, they've got the pit. They're hosting the Pistons at the end of the month. That would be a good win if you can grab it. Other than that, it's going to be really tough to win a lot of these games. Um, and the Rockets, they are they're after tonight, fourteen and forty nine. You've got nineteen games to go, and I'm counting three games they may have a chance to win. So you definitely want to be able to grab a win like this while you can. They also right. play San Antonio tomorrow, so that's also part of it. But yeah, four winnable games out of nineteen, not not a good number. No, and so, you know, I, I guess the question I would just pose to you quickly is, what would what do you want to see in these last 19 games? I, I would love to see them shake it up. I would love to see them experiment with different lineups, uh, different starting lineup combinations. I would love to see, um, you know, maybe Jalen Green get more uh, off-ball run, run it more through Shangoon. Because that seemed to be a plausible thing. You know, obviously with Kevin Porter back, he's still kind of, you know, trying to figure that out. But I would love to see Kevin Porter more off ball, maybe, because that's kind of the role that we, a lot of people have envisioned him being. But they've pinned him in this point guard role. And ever since, you know, and until he was injured and all. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Uh- um, you know, he he still, you know, vacated that that spot in the offense. And I would love to see how he operates. Because, look, if they're planning on bringing James Harden in the in the summer, James Harden's going to be the one with the ball in his hands. Kevin Porter's going to have to play more off ball than he is currently doing. And, like, Kevin Porter is signed through next season. Like, the Rockets could hypothetically trade him. He has a very tradable contract. But I don't think his value is as high as it could be right now. Mainly, one, because he's been injured. Two, because the national narrative on Kevin Porter is not really a good one to be able to, to want to acquire. 
Um, so I don't think Kevin Porter is going to be traded this offseason. I think he's part of the Rockets next season. But in what role, what capacity, that's yet to be determined. And if we want to maybe figure out if Kevin Porter can be more of that off-ball guy, like we, like he was in, in college and he was in high school and all that, we'd love to see if he could be able to operate like that within this system because he hasn't really been given that opportunity yet. Right. Well, I, you know what? I, whatever. I, I'd like to see them equally. I'd like to see them shake up um, uh, the shake up the lineup a little bit. I want to see more Ty Ty because I think giving Ty Ty good run. I think there's something there. I mean, does that mean he's going to be on the next great Rockets team? That I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of variables that would have to probably line up for that to happen. But you know, I like the kid and I like what he brings. Um, the other thing I hope they learn from these next 19 games is that you gain nothing by bringing James Harden back. And in fact, I feel like I'm the only person in the world who feels this way. The mere fact that there's all this chatter around him wanting to come back to Houston when the Sixers are in the middle of the run that they're in the middle of, that's not a person you want on your team because that's not a leader. I don't know what that is, but that's not – that tells you all. First of all, he acted like a big fat baby because he was pretty fat at the time. He's a big fat and forced his way out. Okay, cool. You forced your way out now because you're not the center of the universe anymore. You want to come back so you can be the center of the universe again. That's a sucker's play to me. If (laughs) if that's what the Rockets end up doing, that would be the worst thing that they could ever do because he's telling you who he is. People need to listen to him and stop arguing with who he is. He's not a leader. He's, he, he can get buckets, but he's not a leader. It's not what he is. So I hope these the rest of these games, they put something together and they figure out that, yeah, Harden isn't really going to move the needle really for us. He's just going to cost a lot of money and re- retard the progress of all these young guys. Right. Yeah, that, that's, that's the biggest thing is, is he going to slow down the progress of the young players that they are? Because if James Harden comes in and erases the last three years, then three years were a waste. I'm open to the idea of James Harden coming back to Houston, but it has to be under very specific circumstances. Number one, Scoot Henderson cannot be drafted and James Harden play. That to me is, is, is asking for trouble. Like, it's it's just not like I'd rather you go spend that max money slot that you have on someone like Chris Middleton. Like I'd rather that like I to me, I can see a world where James Harden, Jalen Green, Wembenyama, like I feel like with that group, you're you're getting somewhere. And I that the team is not a title contender next year, but it is damn for sure better than what you have now. And that team could definitely make the plan, I think, especially in this Western Conference. The Western Conference right now is about to undergo, I think, a big shakeup. I think there's going to be a lot of teams this offseason that are displeased with how things are going and they're going to try to blow it up. And we see, like, all, like basically 4 through 13 on this, on the, in this conference is, is practically the same. Like, it's, like, some teams decided to make that move now and try to push for a championship this year like Phoenix and Dallas, but like Kyrie Irving's not guaranteed to go back to Dallas next year. Like 
you know, so that team could change. Is Denver going to blow things up if they don't make it out of the West? Who knows? What's Memphis going to look like? So it's like there's a lot of question marks in that Western Conference right now. But what I will say is the Rockets, they – like if you have to tank again next year to get your pick, that's four straight years of tanking. And it's just like that. that's too much. Like one is, is normal. Two is a, a lot – three is, in my opinion, a little too many. But I understand given the fact that you have a generational talent at the top of the draft – this year, so I can understand why the Rockets chose to go this route this year. But next year doesn't make a whole lot of sense for them, especially if they get a really high pick. Now, I think Harden raises that ceiling or it raises that floor at least, and it gets your team excited. It puts it puts butts in seats. It it shows that the Rockets were you know not like like there there's some. It puts the Rockets in a good light. I think it's a good PR move for the Rockets if they say, oh, the the star that we was supposedly hated again, like the star that we supposedly had problems with, issues with, we never actually did. Like he just came back. He had to go compete for a championship. Now, another thing for James Harden, if he leaves the Sixers to come back to the Rockets, he's basically waving the white flag on him being an alpha on a championship team. Because he's 34, he's he's next to it Embiid, he's got, like, this is probably the best chance James Harden has had to win a championship right. since 2018, in my opinion. I think, I think, and I think the Sixers team is better than last year's. And so, I think if he doesn't win it this year, he's like, well, I, I gave it my best, and I'm only getting older. I think he's 35 next year, like, that's not a, a young chicken that's coming out the hatch, but I personally think... Um, that would be kind of a waving the white flag situation. And it would be him accepting a lesser role, similar to what Chris Paul is doing with the Suns, um, and letting Jalen Green go do his thing. And at least with Harden, he might not, you know, he'll have the offense set up in a way, and we can get a coach that will build the offense around Harden and put him in a decent role. Someone that, you know, has worked in multiple offenses throughout his career. And, at least get the Rockets to a point where they're at least a little bit respectable. They're not going to win a championship next year. No one's asking for that. No one's asking James Harden to come in and be who he was. We're we're asking James Harden for who he is now. And the Rockets, it's worth a max slot because it will put butts in seats. It's you're bringing back the second greatest player in Rockets history. Like that is going to bring back interest in the team that they may have lost over the past couple of years in this rebuilding era. But I think I, what will happen will happen. We, we can't control any of it. But I think I agree with you, Jim. I don't want this to be Harden show 2.0. I think I want to see Harden be able to coexist within this team. Um, anything else to add, Jim, before before we sign off? I'll take guesses as to, to why. But I, the why becomes pivotal right and if you if you can't cleanly and clearly come to the why i think i think it start it makes you question whether it's really it's really worth it or not to do it and and just i mean he has a business here he has a business here he has a home here so that would be a reason but i do agree with you jim there might be some other uh reasons and that that could very that very well is a factor i think for for him at least um but we'll we'll see time will tell we've got 
that that decision we'll be talking about for months and months and months until uh, July. So like four months, basically, that's going to be a hot topic for the Rockets. So, uh, Jim, thank you so much for continuing to roll the ball in this conversation. I'm sure we'll pick it up at some point down the line. That's excellent. And I think that is a stupendous place to park the rocket ship. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of The Dream Take live from my friend's bathroom. You can follow us on Twitter at The Dream Take and The Dream Chick SBN. You can head over to our Facebook page. Give us a like if you're over there and head to our website, thedreamshake.com, home of all things, HoustonRockets at SBNation.com. If you'd like to follow my, if you, if, excuse me, if you would like to follow my personal Twitter, you can do so at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E. N-E-R. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of The Dream Take. And until next time, go Rockets! How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.